Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and the grace and the peace of God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. So good morning everybody and welcome to Abbey Field and to the Church of the Assumption here for the celebration of Sunday Mass on the first Sunday of Lent. We welcome all our parishioners and all who are joining us over the Church Services TV system. And we welcome all our listeners who join us every Sunday morning on West Limerick 102 FM. And we're grateful to the radio station for facilitating this for the local community. We know it means a great deal to many, many people that they can tune in every Sunday morning to us here. Well, this morning in our prayer and in our Mass intentions, we want to remember a number of people who died recently. First of all, we want to pray for John Harnett, late of Killarney Road here in Abbey Field and my Ross in Limerick City. Um, we also want to remember John's mother, Sheila Harnett, whose anniversary takes place tomorrow. We're also remembering uh, Mary Fien, Neo O'Donnell, late of Reens in Arda and of Kilmenahan, Brosnahe, just out the road from us here in Abbey Field. So we welcome their, the members of their families, whom I know are linked in with us this morning, and we welcome all who are joining us uh, wherever you are, not just in Limerick or beyond, because we know that there are many people each day that linking with us right around the world. Um, we get contacts from them on occasions. They write to us and let us know that they're listening in. Some people who have absolutely no links with this part of the world, but just happen to link into Mass. So wherever you are, you're welcome. And we form ourselves into a community of prayer, even though we are physically apart. In faith, we are united. And that's the great consolation during this period of lockdown, that despite the fact that we are distant from each other, as a community of faith, we can still be there for one another. And so I invite you to pray for each other this morning, 
for the many, many hundreds, perhaps thousands of people who are joining us today. Be conscious that you're not alone, that others are with you and with us, and we are grateful for that opportunity, and we thank God for the technology that enables that to happen. So, we've begun the season of Lent last Wednesday. It's a season of turning back to God. It's a time when we are called to repent of our sin. So for a few moments now, let us call to mind our sins and ask God's forgiveness for all our failings. Now I ask you to join me in prayer. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I've done and in what I've failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask the Blessed Mary of a Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sin, and bring us to everlasting life. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, through the yearly observance of Holy Lent, that we may grow in understanding of the riches hidden in Christ and by worthy conduct pursue their effect. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. So we listen now to the readings today. The first reading from the book of Genesis. It includes the story of the great flood and the rainbow, two reminders of God's care. And Christians think of the waters of baptism when they read about the flood, because out of it came new life. The first reading is a reading from the book of Genesis. God spoke to Noah and his sons. See, I establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you. Also with every living creature to be found with you, birds, cattle, and every wild beast with you. Everything that came out of the ark, everything that lives on the earth, I establish my covenant with you. No thing of flesh shall be swept away again by the waters of the flood. There should be no flood to destroy the earth again. God said, Here is the sign of the covenant I made between myself and you and every living creature with you for all generations. I set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I gather the clouds over the earth and the bow appears in the clouds, I will recall the covenant between myself and you and every living creature of every kind. And so the water shall never again become a flood to destroy all things of flesh. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The response, Oriel Sam, the response is, Your ways, Lord, are faithfulness and love for those who keep your covenant. Your ways, Lord, are faithfulness and love for those who keep your covenant. Lord, make me know your ways. Lord, teach me your paths. 
Make me walk in your truth and teach me, for you are God, my Savior. Your, your ways, Lord, are faithfulness and love for those who keep your covenant. Remember your mercy, Lord, and the love you have shown from of old. In your love, remember me, because of your goodness, O Lord. Your ways, Lord, are faithfulness and love for those who keep your covenant. The Lord is good and upright. He shows the path to those who stray. He guides the humble in the right path. He teaches his way to the poor. Your ways, Lord, are faithfulness and love for those who keep your covenant. The second reading, a reading from the first letter of St. Paul. Christ himself, innocent though he was, died once for sins, died for the guilty to lead us to God. In the body he was put to death, in the spirit he was raised to life, and in the spirit he went to preach to the spirits in prison. Now it was long ago when Noah was still building the ark which saved only a small group of eight people by water and when God was still waiting patiently that these spirits refused to believe. That water is a type of the baptism which saves you now and which is not washing off physical dirt but a pledge made to God from a good conscience. Through the resurrection of Jesus Christ who has, who has entered heaven and is at God's right hand now that he has made the angels of the dominations and powers his subject. And this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of eternal glory. Man does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of eternal glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. The Spirit drove Jesus out into the wilderness, and he remained there for forty days and was tempted by Satan. He was with the wild beasts, and the angels looked after him. After John had been arrested, Jesus went into Galilee. There he proclaimed the good news from God. The time has come, he said, and the kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the good news. And this is the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So good morning once again and welcome to all of you who are joining us this morning. It's a lovely spring morning here in West Limerick, thank God. On the eve of Ash Wednesday, Sharov Tuesday, I received an email from a friend. And there was an attachment to the email and it was a picture and the title printed on top of the picture said, The Lintiest Lint Ever. And it was a picture of a man and a woman standing side by side as the woman looks at a long list in her hands. The man, coffee cup, casually asks her, Did you decide what you're giving up for Lent? That Lent continued all year. And so when it comes to the one, we that Lent 
continued all year. And so when it comes to the one, we say to ourselves, what's the point? After a year of grief and loss, isolation and distance, masks and protocols, what more could these 40 days of Lent do for us except possibly ask more sus? What could I possibly give up or take on this Lent if that list of sacrifices keeps getting longer and as the pandemic restrictions seem endless, we say to ourselves, am I not doing enough already? And you know, that seems to be a prevalent attitude among many people in the Midwest. If we were to go by an opinion poll run by the Limerick leader last week on Twitter, which found that 75% of people polled said they would not be giving up anything for Lent. How reflective that is of the community, I don't know. Of course, Lent is not just about giving up things. And I suppose that's how we traditionally see Lent. Well, really, Lent is a time for resetting the compass of our lives, praying more, reflecting on life's direction, reflecting on our faith, reflecting on all that's going on around us, trying to make sense of all that is happening. Lent is a time to grow in our relationship with God and with one another. Lent really is important because it helps us to understand that we are completely dependent on God, who is the source of everything and, above all, is the source of all love. When you stop to think about it, we are mere human beings. And we were reminded of that fact when we put on the blessed ashes on our foreheads last Wednesday, Ash Wednesday. And when the ashes were put on your forehead, mostly at home this time, perhaps the family member putting on the ashes said these words, Remember thou art dust, and unto dust you will return. A very stark reminder of how fragile we are as human beings. So our need for God and the direction that he offers us in our life is very real indeed. And Lent is an opportunity to place our lives in his hand and let him walk us through the next six weeks to a place of renewal and refreshment in our own spiritual lives. As fragile human beings, we do carry a lot. And during this Lent especially, we need to be attentive to what might lighten our load. Maybe we are being called to let go of anger or hurt, judgment or control, sadness or selfishness, worry or regret, offering in their place love and compassion both for our neighbours and for ourselves. In the Gospel this morning, the first Sunday of Lent, we read that Jesus, guided by the Spirit, began his ministry by confronting the temptations that he encountered in the wilderness. He was sustained during those difficult days by a realization that the Father would be there for him. In other words, he knew he was not alone. Our Linton journey over the next few weeks will lead us to that place too, where we too come face to face with the broken, fragile nature of our humanity, where we try to confront our weaknesses and our temptations. 
It is where we try to understand our burdens and the more complicated aspects of our human lives. We too believe that we are not alone. With God as our companion, we may have to give up lots of things. Some of those sacrifices will be voluntary, while others will not. Still, we journey forward together, giving all we are and all we hope to be to God, and finding that no matter the season, God will never give up on us. And while the cross will shadow us on that Linton journey, the spirit who led Jesus in the wilderness will also lead us through the darker moments of our lives to the hopeful light and joyful realization that Jesus is risen, that he has overcome the cross, that he is alive, that he is risen forever. And because of that, our joy and our hope is our trust in him. So we pray that during these days of Lent, during this very testing time for all of us during the pandemic and all the restrictions that are imposed on us for our own safety, we pray that we will sense the joy and the hope that we have as a people of faith. It's a wonderful gift to have hope at a time when we are struggling so much because it is that hope that will see us through these days. It is that hope that will ultimately lead us to eternal life. So now I invite all of you at home to join with a small number of us here in the church in proclaiming that hope and in proclaiming our faith as we pray the creed together. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father, and through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again on the third day in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of our sin, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. So now we present our prayers of intercession, and Mary will lead us in the prayer. God our Father, as we journey together through the season of Lent, we ask that you help us on the path of repentance and of renewal. In today's Gospel, we read how Jesus went into the desert for 40 days to pray. We pray that during this Lent, we too take the time to look into our own life, values, and our relationship with God, our Father. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. 
We pray that this season of Lent be a time of renewal for all Christians and that our efforts to draw closer to Christ draw us closer to each other. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Encouraged by Pope Francis, we pray that this Lent we we fast from pessimism and be filled with hope. We fast from anger and be filled with patience. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. Over the past year, as the world battled the pandemic, like Jesus, many people have found themselves in the wilderness of isolation and loneliness. We pray that the light of God's love give them strength and bring them hope in their lives. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for renewed generosity and kindness in our community and our country during this Lenten period, that we open our lives to others and share our resources with all those who are in need. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We pray for a patience and a generosity in the distribution of the COVID vaccine so that those who are most vulnerable and those most impoverished will, be, will not be neglected by the richer nations. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. We bow our heads and remember in silence our own personal intentions and the intentions of those who have asked for our prayers. Lord, hear us. Lord, graciously hear us. And this morning here we want to remember Mary Feen, John Hartnett, Sheila Hartnett, whose month's minds mass we offered today. Also, we want to remember the following people who passed away during the week. We remember Christina Walsh, Mary's sister, who's just read for us, who died in Mayo and was laid to rest on Friday. We remember Frankie Flynn of Main Street in Abbeyfield, who died in Perth in Australia. We pray for Conor O'Donnell, late of Bogmont, who died during the week in New York. We remember Nora Healy of Lyra Campon, uh, whose funeral will take place tomorrow. We pray for all the dead. We ask you, Lord, to grant them the fullness of your mercy and your love and to bring them to the banquet of heaven. Lord, hear us. And so we conclude our prayers then. Father in heaven, we pray that you nourish our faith, deepen our hope, and strengthen our love of you during these days of Lent, and we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen.
Let us pray now, my friends, that my sacrifice and yours will be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his church. Give us the right disposition, O Lord, we pray, to make these offerings, for with them we celebrate the beginning of this venerable and sacred time of Lent through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. By abstaining forty long days from earthly food, he consecrated through his fast the pattern of our Linton observance. And by overturning all the snares of the ancient serpent, taught us to cast out the leaven of malice, so that celebrating worthily the Paschal mystery, we might pass over at last to the eternal Paschal feast. And so with the company of angels and saints, we sing the hymn of your praise as without end we acclaim, Holy, 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 Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for all of us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks, he broke it, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this all of you and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in memory of me. And so now we proclaim the mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and to minister to you. Humbly we pray that, partaking of the body and the blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church and your people throughout the world, and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Brenda Leahy, our Bishop, all the clergy, the religious, and all who serve your people. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. And today we pray for John Harnett, Sheila Harnett, Mary Fien, and all the dead. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, 
with the apostles, Saint Ita, and all who pleased you throughout the ages, that we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life, and that we may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, with him, and in him. Amen. O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit. Amen. All glory and honor is yours forever and ever. you are right now, we link with each other, we connect with each other in faith as we all pray together the prayer that Jesus has given us to say. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray from all evil. Graciously grant peace in our day that by the help of your mercy we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. And so, Lord Jesus, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sin, but on the fate of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. And the peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sin of the world. Blessed are those called now to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof. But only say the word and my soul shall be healed. And may the body and the blood of Christ keep us safe now for eternal life.
So for all of you linked in with us now from home, we have our prayer and our act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. O sacrament most holy, O sacrament divine, all praise and all thanksgiving be every moment thine. And here in the parish we have a prayer for Linton renewal. God, our Heavenly Father, look upon me and hear my prayer. During this holy season of Lent, without you I can do nothing. By your Spirit, help me to know what is right. And to be eager in doing your will, keep me from sin and help me live by your commandment of love. Fill my heart with your love and keep me faithful to the gospel of Christ. Give me the grace to rise above my human weakness. Father, our source of life, let me walk more readily in your ways. Guide me in your gentle mercy, for left to myself, I cannot do your will. And I ask this prayer to our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. So our prayer now after communion. Let us pray. Renewed now with heavenly bread, by which faith is nourished, hope increased, and love strengthened. We pray, O Lord, that we may learn to hunger for Christ, the true and living bread, and strive to live by every word which proceeds from your mouth, through Christ our Lord. Amen. <laughs> 